In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Somewhere out beyond Elvis and his blue Christmas lies the liturgy for a blue Christmas. Perhaps you've heard about it. In this season of anticipation and joy, it's a special liturgy for the broken and the sad. There are always those for whom this celebration, this season, just does not fit. Maybe for you, or maybe for me, Christmas has become an annual reminder that life just has not worked out. We just are not where we thought we'd be at this time in our lives. Maybe our once sweet life has been turned bitter by loss or pain or sickness or anger. Maybe this year you've lost someone dear. So this Christmas is going to be more about being alone than about being together. If any of that is true for you, please do not worry. You are not alone. And your losses will not have the last word this Christmas. We know that because John the Baptizer is here today, and it is John who shows us the way through. John's own life could not have had a sweeter start. His daddy was a priest. His mommy was the daughter of a priest. But they were old, and she was barren. So for them, every holiday was one more reminder of their loss, of life missed. But they never stopped praying for a child. And then one day, while his daddy was at work burning incense at the altar in the temple at Jerusalem, an angel stopped by to announce that their prayers had been answered. It was the angel Gabriel, and he popped in to say that finally, Elizabeth would be a mommy and Zacharias would be a daddy, and someday their baby boy, the one they were told to name John, would become John the Baptizer. He was on his way, and he would make them very, very proud, very happy. That was the promise. And for a while, that was so true. John was just the absolute best. John loved his cousin Jesus so much that John believed in Jesus even before they were born. You remember that very sweet story, I think. The very first time that John met Jesus, they were still both in the womb. When the slightly pregnant Blessed Virgin Mary came to see the very pregnant Elizabeth, John almost jumped out of his mother's skin. When Jesus came near, when Jesus got close to John, John was so excited. John was so in love. He was so moved. He was so in touch with the divine made flesh and blood that he leapt for joy. As he grew up, John gave himself wholly to Jesus' work. 
that work of turning Israel back to the Lord. You know the story, I'm sure. John lived in the wilderness. He did not drink. He wore camel's hair and a leather belt. He ate locusts and wild honey. Energized by the Holy Spirit and filled with wisdom and obedience, John prepared the way for Jesus as a Messiah, the way of rescue and redemption and righteousness, the way of light and strength and deliverance, the way of freedom and salvation, especially salvation, so that we could once again come face to face with God and not be harmed. Now, as you all have learned, when you push against the darkness, the darkness pushes back. And it was the same for John. As John pointed to the Savior, he very, very much pleased the Lord, but he very much displeased King Herod Antipas, who eventually tossed John into jail and then chopped off his head. That's a blue Christmas. Now, if we were normal folks, you know, if we were normal folks, if we were folks without a liturgy, then it would seem like John the Baptizer was just another guy whose story just did not work out. But that, you see, is not us. If we know anything about ourselves, we know that we are not normal. And so today the liturgy and the calendar and the pink candle and the baptizer, all of those things are pointing to something else. They are pointing to something more than a normal life. Listen to John. It's not him. It's him. It's not me. I'm the witness. He's the light. I'm the voice. He's the word. I'm the prophet. He's the Messiah. I'm before and he's the after. I must decrease. He must increase. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Normal people do not talk that way. So even though they roughed him up and then they cut off his head, John the baptizer refused to let that ruin his Christmas because John never forgot the very first time he met the Word made flesh. John never forgot the day that he leapt in his mother's womb to greet the one who not only comes at Christmas but who comes in every liturgy. The one who comes to us in the words of absolution, in the water of baptism, and in the bread and wine of Eucharist. The one who dies at Calvary, the one who raises at Easter, the one who today touches us with holiness so that every sense of loss and suffering and pain every sense of death and despair, every sin, so that these things do not have the last word with us, especially not at Christmas time. As you think about your own life this Advent, about what did or did not work out for you in this life, as you think about what hurts, or you think about what's been lost, be very careful of the blues. They are quite real, of course, those blues. Our failures, our losses, our sins, 
our sufferings, the way we are disappointed in ourselves, and the way that we have been disappointed by others. Our ills, our challenges, our pain, it's all real. The blues are a real thing. But for us who are not normal, they are never the last word. That's because the blues are not the whole story. Like John, who ended up with his head on a platter, who seemed to have fizzled for a false cause, you and I can never see the big picture. You and I can never see our lives in real time. And so you and I do not have the last word about our own lives. We never really know what Jesus is doing to us, and we never really know what Jesus is doing with us. Because like John, our lives are not our lives. Like John, you are not your own. You were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body, even at Advent. And so our lives will only make sense at one time. Our lives will only make sense when they are done and when Jesus has knitted them into a pattern that he prefers. This is the truth, and this is what the pink candle means that in Christ you are never alone and you are never unloved, in Christ no matter how it feels, in Christ no matter how it seems, in Christ your life matters right now, today, and someday when it ends, later. It will end with John the Baptist, it will end in the company of saints and angels, it will end with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it will end at the eternal liturgy, it will end at the Eucharist, so the blues never have the last word with us. Jesus does. In his holy name, amen.